Hello and welcome everybody to the YDDL Playoff Podcast, the first of our playoff podcasts here in the year 2019. Uh, it's your commissioner, Chris Schutzer, joined as usual by co-commissioner Alex Eifler. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I uh, barely made it in. Whew. Yeah, I was right on your heels there, wasn't I? Uh, in fact, I think you beat me by half a game. Not cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't tied, we would, uh, um, but it, it would have come down to points. Did you have more points than I did? I can't remember. You still, you, you still would have beaten me on points. You still would. Have, oh. I think you had twenty more points than I did. Yeah, nineteen. I, that's honestly, a, that's I, a scant margin. Woo. Yeah, I, I think your team was better than mine, though. To be to be fair, like I don't, I don't feel like I was cheated. I don't think I deserved the playoffs this year. I think what um, what our teams had in common is they both kind of. Uh, the seams kind of split apart and uh, a lot of the stuffing fell out and they both started the year as, you know, two of the top teams and they ended the year very much the definition of middle of the pack. That's right. That's right. Well, we're recording this on a Friday and um, we're going to try to do an abbreviated one because we're going to do one for every week of the playoffs. My goal is still to bring on the, the two folks if uh, if they're willing who make the finals just like we did last year to do sort of a preview of how did you get here how do you feel about your chances etc but right now wildcard weekend we've got two matchups in the championship two matchups in the championship uh let's break it down what do you say sure um so obviously the buys go to um uh joe and to drew so i think what we can do first time is we can look at the uh Let's let's look first at the Stephen and uh, Jesse game, the five four game. Um, and yep, sounds great. Yeah, it's that one's going to be a barn burner. Um, Jesse's off to a hot start, um, although he didn't get a great score from Dak. He only got seventeen and a half, and Anthony Miller, who he probably didn't want to start. You know, he probably wants to be starting Juju and Thielen. But um, having to start Anthony Miller and Will Fuller um, is definitely suboptimal. You know, that said, he's done pretty well so far this year. And this team has carried him here. But he's got a lot of, um, you know, rough matchups. And, you know, not just the, the Chicago matchup for Dak, which limited him, but he's also got um, Will Fuller going against Denver, who's been pretty tough. He's got um, Cooper Cup going against Seattle, who's I think pretty good at defending um, slot receivers. Um, and he's got the Patriots D against Kansas city, um, which could be a negative score. Look, I, I think you're right that there's a lot about this matchup week that I don't love for him. Um, flip side is I just think he has a better team than Stevens. Uh, is it possible for Steven to, to pull this one out? Sure. Um, you know, the current win probability is 60% in favor of Jesse. And to me, that sounds about right. And if you told me that going into uh, the Thursday night game that he's got Prescott and Miller and he's going to exit with 30.7, I would say that's probably within a standard deviation of what he should expect. I don't oh, think I don't think that was like oh, yeah. a huge disappointment. So, um, like, I think it, that was the equivalent of holding serve and he's the favorite already. So, um, you know, I, I think... It's interesting, you know, to me, this matchup is really going to come down to how many points does McCaffrey put up. I think if McCaffrey's north of 25, I'll take uh, Jesse, you know, 10 times out of 10. Um, if McCaffrey has a bad week, then I could see 
even with some of the matchups that he's got sneaking one out. But, you know, some, a lot of this is going to come down to Steven getting really big performances out of guys that I just, I'm not convinced he's going to get big performances out of, you know, he's depending on Peyton Barber, Patrick Laird, Gus Edwards. Like one of those guys goes off. Sure. Like all three of them. I don't think so. Um, Like it just, it just doesn't feel right to me. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think that this matchup here is Steven who had the easiest strength of schedule. You know, he, he faced only 1700 points versus Jesse who had the toughest of the playoff teams. Um, his opponent scored 210 more points on the year than Stevens did, you know, and over the course of 13 that's games, crazy. that's a, it's a significant margin. So, you know, th- there's a little bit of opportunity for payback here. And I did mention the tough matchups, but I'd probably rather have tough matchups than just bad players. I mean, when you look at Gus Edwards, Patrick Laird, Peyton Barber, those are not good players. Um, and they yeah, don't and, and Gus have Edwards good matchups. Yeah. Buffalo. That's not a picnic. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the one dream matchup here that needs to be cited is Sam Darnold against Miami. Like that could be good for 30 points. Could be. I, it's also possible that Darnold lays an egg, but you know, it could be good for 30 points. I also really like Nick Chubb against Cincinnati for what it's worth, but we'll see. Um, Cincinnati is, uh, so, yeah. and uh, I believe that the dolphins are technically on a winning streak. So I think the dolphins have won two in a row, <laughs> um, which I don't think that I thought I would say this year. So they're, they're coming in. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say red hot. I'd say maybe like lukewarm um, into, uh, into New York to face, uh, to face New York. So uh, what is the equivalent of lukewarm on the cold side of the spectrum? Tepid. No, tepid still implies hot, I think. Right. No, I think it's pretty much uh, – so you mean just a little cold? Like lukewarm yeah. is just a little warm. Chilly. So a little cold would be like um, uh, clammy. We're wasting <laughs> too know. much time on this. <laughs> That's fair. Clammy. <laughs> okay. So you call, you call the dolphins lukewarm. I'm going to call them clammy. <laughs> That's, That's fine. Yeah. I think we, I think we, can, we agree on this game, though. I, th- I think that – it looks like Jesse should roll and with superior talent. Um, I, I think that Steven's going to have to have a big week. He's really going to have to, uh, he's going to have to put it all together and get a, a, probably another Patrick uh, Peyton Barber performance. Like he had a couple weeks ago where Peyton Barber scored two touchdowns for no good reason. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's swap over to the other game. Um, I think that uh, this is you against Jamie. I'll break this one down. Um, so, you know, Jamie had the better record. Um, Jamie had a resurgent siege, uh, season here. Teams obviously built around Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Um, Jamie has done a nice job with trades this year. I'm going to go ahead and give him that credit. Uh, I feel that he really did a nice job with, with uh, that trade with Drew a couple weeks back, and now he's got Darius Geis. Um, in his lineup, and he also went out and used the, the, the picks that he traded for and got Carlos Hyde in the deal as well. So he essentially managed to trade out of Jameis Winston for two running backs that I don't think he's excited to start, but at least are better than what he had. Um, so that's an interesting, you know, late, late, late season move to try to get ready for this playoff push. This game is not without uh, performances already in the bank. 
the Bears let you down. Um, you got a negative one out of them, Alex. I'm sure you're disappointed about that. Uh, and then uh, you had the Dallas kicker, Brett Muller. Uh, Maher? How do you say that guy's name? I think it's... Who gave you five. He missed a field goal. Yep. Um, yeah, Brett Maher. He, he missed a field goal, which hurts. Cause, so basically, defense and kicker gave you a combined four. Jamie's got the Packers home against uh, the Redskins. I'm going to go ahead and predict that that's going to be worth 10 at least. So he's, he's probably – the kicker defense uh, difference is probably going to be – I'm going to go ahead and predict a, 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 at least a 15-point gap. I think Jamie, Jamie is going to get 19 or better from the Packers and Justin Tucker combined, which means you're going to need to get uh, you're going to need to beat him out elsewhere, um, pretty substantially. That said, I like some of your matchups. Um, I don't love Gurley against Seattle. I don't love Kamara against the Niners. Uh, but I do like Odell Beckham against uh, the Bengals, um, and I like Sterling Shepard against the Eagles, and I like Devontae Parker against the Jets. Mostly, though, I love Aaron Rodgers against the Redskins. <laughs> that, that, that is a tasty matchup. What you don't want to see there, I'm pretty sure, is a situation where they get so far up that they stop throwing. Although, and I did think about this in advance of uh, our call, Jamie's got Geis on the other side. So if Rodgers does like put them well out in front, it might neutralize what Geist would have done to you anyway. Um, current, currently, you are a 52% favorite. So basically, this is a coin flip, according to ESPN. That sounds a little harsh to your squad, but I think based on the performances of the kicker and D that you have in the bank and the fact that Jamie got 20.3 out of Amari Cooper, which I think is slightly above what you would have expected, but not wildly so. Um, I would agree that your your advantage has been neutralized. How are you feeling about this matchup? Uh, I mean, I, I think kicker and defense for me has been a problem all year. I haven't really um, gotten those two positions ironed out. Um, the The interesting thing is going to be those quarterbacks, because you could argue that all four of the quarterbacks have negative matchups, um, with Russell Wilson probably having the best of them uh, at the Rams. Uh, and then maybe Rodgers at home. But this is also a game that features like the two best quarterbacks from the previous generation versus the two best quarterbacks from the next generation. And they're split between our two squads. So I'm excited to see this, this matchup of you know, quarterback powerhouse or quarterback-driven teams. Um, yeah, Jamie's definitely done a good job trading. You know, Geis, Hyde, Keenan Allen were all players he traded for. And now that's the core of his lineup. Uh, for this week. So he's definitely um, improved over where he started the season with, you know, Jordan Howard and uh, Philip Dorsett and those types of guys. Like you can't start those guys. So I, I like what he's done there. And he's trans he's transitioned from being so quarterback heavy to only having one extra quarterback and that quarterback's Kyle Allen. So he might not even start next year. So he's, he's kind of, he's finally started to offload from his areas of strength. Um, yeah, and Jamie's got a lot of picks for the future here, too. So, like, this is kind of a bonus year for him, I feel. But he wants to win. He's made one lineup decision that I don't like. He's benching Kenyon Drake, who's home against Pittsburgh, in favor of uh, Carlos Hyde against Denver and Darius Geis, who's at Green Bay. And also, I'm going to throw James Washington at Arizona. 
look, the Cardinals secondary is not good. I get it. But like, I would rather bet on Kenyon Drake than I'm going to go ahead and say all three of those guys with their matchups. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Jamie is right or wrong on benching Drake. Um, or if that's actually something he sticks to. Um, but yeah, we'll see. He's also notably benching Jordan Howard against the Giants. So like he's making some choices here that I don't love necessarily, but I guess it's a, you know, yeah, what is this half dozen to one and yeah, six and one, half dozen the other. I, I think uh, this week might come down to Jarvis Landry versus Odell Beckham. You know, who gets the targets there? You know, so far this year, Landry's outscored Beckham pretty easily. And now Beckham's asking out of Cleveland and everyone's assuming he's going to leave after this year. Um, you know, if Landry goes off and Beckham gets held to very few points, that could be enough for the difference in this one. Um, so I, I think it's going to be, uh, it should be a tight matchup. Um, but certainly I, I'm not happy. with. Are you going to make any predictions here? No, nah, I'm not going to call this one. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. All right. Well, look, I'm very hard on Jamie typically. Um, Again, ESPN likes you as a 52% favorite. I I think Jamie's going to win it. Um, I like I don't mostly because of what happened yesterday. I think I think you're you're now behind the eight ball. But we'll see. Um, anything else you want to say about this match, or should we switch over to the championship side? Yeah, let's go to uh, to Shirley versus Jeff. Um, so I don't think we have to talk. I mean, too do much. we really have to talk about this game? <laughs> no, th- this one is not projected to be particularly close. Um, Shirley is starting one of his more um, competitive lineups so far this year because he's got a, a quarterback because he's got a full roster of guys who, except for Kalen Bellage. No, he doesn't. He's cr- he currently has he currently has Bellage in the lineup. We got to get him out. <laughs> yeah, he could put he could put Burkhead in there, or he could shuffle in. Um, like uh, I guess Geo Bernard, Ty Montgomery or Geo Bernard. Or, oh God, um, but this is—I mean, honestly, this is one of his more competitive lineups. Beasley's been good, Shark's been good, um, Belage, you know, I guess is on—he's not on the IR. He's just not playing. I don't know. McCoy's been he decent. is on the IR. He's on the IR. Oh, is he? Okay, that's yeah, probably, he is. Okay, that's what happened. So, yeah, I, I think I think Jeff's gonna roll on this one. I don't know that it requires too much conversation. I agree he's going to roll him. Um, the one thing that's worth noting is uh, that um, Le'Veon Bell is questionable. If Le'Veon Bell doesn't go, like, and, and he's, he's been ill, so I think it's very likely that he goes. But if he doesn't go, uh, Jeff does not have a lot of replacements because Connor is out, Damian Williams is out. He'd be putting in Benny Snell, who actually I like. I actually, I wonder if Benny Snell's probably a good play this week, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, you know, like me, and I've been saying this for weeks on the podcast that we've actually done it. Uh, Jeff, Jeff and I are on similar arcs. We're both looking at rebuilds. Um, I like his position a little better than mine. He picked up Benny Snell, who you dropped, and Terry McLaurin is, uh, you know, better than anything I came out of this year's draft with. And he's also... Um, like me, he does not have picks coming up in the next year. So he's going to have to sell out of some of these things. I might have better things to sell than he does, but he's got better young parts. I'm a little jelly. Um, anyway, let's move on. The other matchup I think is going to be a little tastier for us. Um, the other matchup features 
a resurgent Shirley's team. I'm uh, sorry, not Shirley's team, a, res- a resurgent um, Stars team against uh, Salim's team, who disappointingly went 3-9-1. and um, Currently, ESPN thinks this one's going to be tight. Um, most like uh, similar to the other game that we in the in the championship, we're not starting from scratch. Allen Robinson might have tilted this one into Salim's, you know, starting to dream about winning it. Um, he gave him 21.8 off of five receptions, 48 yards, and two receiving TDs. It was a nice performance. Um, so after the Thursday matchup, uh, Salim's sitting with 30.9 stars yet to have a player go. Um, I like, I like stars team better than Salim's team, but we're we're looking at a coin flip. Who do you like here? To me, this feels like a week where, um, it's going to come down to a couple key situations. I know Julio is banged up. Um, and I know that uh, who, like the wide receiver and the whole giant situation is going to be really in flux with Eli playing quarterback. So given that, uh, I hesitate to, to start a guy like Darius Slayton, but it's not like, um, you know, Salim has great options here. You know, his, his next best guy is probably Marquise Brown. Um, and it, against Buffalo in the cold, I don't know. Um, that's tough. So I, I, I think – And he's already really dependent on that game in a way that, like, makes me uncomfortable on his behalf. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he, but go ahead. And it's, it's funny because uh, he relies a lot on the Bears, and, you know, he actually got a really good Bears game, you know, the first one that we've had in a while. Um, so he's got that going for him. Whereas I think on Star's side, uh, you know, you've got a plus matchup for Fournette. You've got a plus matchup for Diggs. You've got a plus matchup for Devontae Adams uh, and Philip Lindsay. Uh, and I think if Baker Mayfield can, can do something, uh, I mean, he might not even need that. I, 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 liked, I like Star's team a lot more here. Um, I think that Haskins is going to struggle on the road for Salim. I think that Julio is not fully healthy and um, Marlon Mack, I think should be okay. He's, he's, he's practicing again. Um, But Tampa Bay is one of the toughest run matchups that there is. Um, They're definitely a, a pass funnel. So that's a, that's a really tough matchup. I, uh, yeah, I I like stars team here. Uh, Sorry, Salim. Uh, But I I think star is going to carry the day. What do you think? Um, I think the one – yeah, like – you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to go on the other side of this. I think Salim will win. Um, I, don't like, I, don't like some of, I don't like some of these matchups that Star has. Like, Breeze against the Niners is rough. Ingram at Buffalo is rough. Um, I think it's going to come down to – like, it, what's interesting is there's not too many neutral matchups for Star. They're either really great or they're horrible. Uh, like I'll be curious to see how Debo does at New Orleans. Um, I just, I think sometimes the playoffs are weird, and I think Star has had sort of a cursed season. So I, I feel like this would be the final thing. The, the, the insult to injury would be getting knocked out in the championship bracket in the first round by, uh, you know, an upset team. <laughs> like I just feel like that's that's what the universe has called for. Um, apparently, because the universe has hated Star this year. 
But we'll see. I mean, the Stars team is healthy, and it was a team that went to the championship last year. So when it fires on all cylinders, it puts up huge numbers, as we saw the last couple of weeks. So it's not impossible for, for Star to go on a run and, and take the championship here. Um, all right, man. I think, you know, we're going to try to keep it short. Like, I think that's, that's probably good for today. Do you have any, any well, looming I, NFL thoughts that you want to share? I just want to do final, final prediction. Who's your pick for the championship and the championship? Let's do it. Well, we did this, we did this last week. And then right after I did it, I like, I thought about it and I didn't, I didn't like who I picked anymore. <laughs> well, remind, remind me who we picked. Um, who do, who do we pick? I, uh, I blacked it out. Uh, you picked you picked Jesse over Joe in the finals, and I picked Joe to win. And I'm I'm looking back at it now, and I I regret the pick before this all gets going. I don't love Drew's team to win, um, but I just think I think Joe has too many questions at quarterback to feel good about it at this point. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is Jesse's year. I think Jesse's gonna win. And on the championship side, I, I'm not going to bet against myself. I think my team started to play well at the very end, and it came up just short on missing the playoffs. But if, if my Watson to Hopkins connection works out and Zeke continues to play decently, I think I can take that pick. I'm gonna, so I'll bet I'm, on myself there. I'm going to do the Chris thing, and I'm going to hop on Brophy here. Um, I think okay. that – I think Brophy can can make it happen this this year. I know his team has a habit of disappointing when the the lights are brightest, but I think he puts it together and wins the championship. Okay. All right. And that's, championship that's pre- side. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sticking with my pick. I think it's Jesse. Oh, so you just like baited me into switching, and then you're like, no, 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 I'm st- I'm sticking with it. Well, um, I, to, to be fair, I didn't remember what Jesse. I said. I, I I didn't remember who I picked, yeah, that's and true. now that now that you've mentioned who it was, I'm still happy with it. I think that um, yeah, per- particularly I, it doesn't look like he'll necessarily get Thielen back, and uh, nor is he going to get Juju back. So I think that I thought that those might have been possibilities, but now it looks less likely. I still think that the New England fires up Sonny Michelle late in the year, like they did last year, even though I don't think he's great. Um, and, and, you know, I, I just They're want to rely on him down the stretch. Yeah. I, I want Jesse to win. I, I like Jesse's team's been through a lot and uh, I want him to have success. I think he deserves it. All right. Well, that would be five years, five different champs, which would be kind of fun. So um, I think I'm rooting for that in, in, in theory, regardless. The other guy I'd like to see win is, is Drew. Cause Drew started from the dregs, you know, he took over a team and, in year, what was it, two or three of this league, and I think he's done a really good job of building a juggernaut. I, I've been on it since the beginning. Like ever since the the dispersal draft, I thought Drew has really managed that team well. The only move I don't like is the is the trade he just made with Jamie, but I think he has his reasons. So we'll find out. One last little funny thing before we hang up. Um, Jamie came over to my house for Thanksgiving. Came up from DC. The very first thing he said as he walked in the door was. You guys gave me the Falcons? Like, I'm not the Falcons, <laughs> which cracked me up, and I wanted <laughs> to share with everybody. <laughs> so if you don't like the team that we assigned you guys, uh, feel free to chirp at us. Um, I, I, and also, I can see how that would be upsetting, that the uh, Atlanta is, is <laughs> a really so 
it's unlikable. Atlanta's just a thoroughly unlikable town and team. Well, I have to dig at my brother, man, you know? And I don't I don't know that I was that far off. The Falcons have uh they've made the playoffs what, once in the last five or six years and they went to the Super Bowl. So like I feel like that was appropriate for a team that has made the playoffs only once going into this year. Um but to be fair to Jamie, the Falcons suck this year, and he doesn't. So maybe that part of it isn't isn't right. But you know, you got to take your digs when you can at your own siblings. Um, all right, to all of our uh, competitors this week, good luck. To those of you on by, rest up and enjoy it. Um, I know I will, even though I'm in the wrong bracket. And uh, we will connect again next week. Don't Thank you be for your time, so, Mr. Alex. Don't be so hard on yourself. I think you're in the right bracket for you. Oh, thanks, boss. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. Talk to you soon.